Welcome to the Fasting Well podcast. If you're new here, I'm Ben. I'm a PA, which is similar to a doctor, and I share tips and strategies to help you improve your health through fasting, nutrition, and other healthy lifestyle changes. Today, I'm going to talk about some things you could potentially do on a vacation or a family visit to control your weight or potentially even lose weight during that time. So first, here's a general principle, a general principle about fasting, and that is don't be too strict or too lackadaisical. So you want to be flexible enough that you can enjoy special, special occasions, enjoy family time, enjoy various things, but also consistent enough to keep getting health benefits, to keep getting results that you're looking for. So that's the part about not being too lackadaisical where you always take a break all the time. <laughs> so you want to look at it through that lens and then kind of adapt it to your situation. But what I'm going to be talking about today is if you're going on a vacation or a family visit or whatever, some kind of holiday situation, then maybe sometimes you might choose to be a little more aggressive and not just be like, okay, I'm taking a break for a week, but maybe maybe find a way to kind of enjoy the event while still making progress with your health goals at the same time. So this may not be the way you always choose to approach it, but it's a way that you could approach it to keep making progress and still enjoy yourself. So when we travel, obviously there's usually a lot of tasty food. So like I alluded to earlier, that could be on an exotic vacation somewhere, you're staying in a resort in Mexico or whatever, or it could be while you're visiting family and friends for the holidays or for any other reason. Typically, in my experience, that usually involves a lot of food and a lot of sweets and treats and stuff whenever I'm in one of these kind of places. Um, so some of that tasty food is fattening and or unhealthy. And so obviously, ideally, you don't want to go completely off the rails for a long time, right? Um, so you can potentially enjoy yourself, but there are some ways to still limit the damage at the same time and maybe even lose weight while you're doing it. So let me start by sharing a, an experience. So a few years back, I, I went on a vacation to Mexico for it was maybe about a week or just under a week. And at the same time, I happened to be doing this thing called a diet bet, which is this website you go to and, and you kind of put some money up, like 50 bucks or whatever, and then you have four weeks to lose 4% of your body weight. And if you succeed, you get your money back and usually plus a little bit because the, if anyone doesn't meet, meet that goal, then they lose their money and, and it gets spl split amongst, amongst the rest of the people. So I was doing that diet bet thing just to kind of get a little motivation boost or whatever. And then right at the end of it is when I went on my trip to Mexico. So I went to Mexico and, and I knew that I had to lose a few pounds while I was there. Maybe not a few pounds, but I had to go down like a couple more pounds or something versus where I was starting. Um, and so obviously, usually when I go on vacation, like I was kind of getting at earlier, uh, it's usually the opposite because there's a lot of delicious food and then I'm kind of like, okay, I'm taking a break. So I might gain a couple pounds or, you know, give or take um, until I get back to my usual way of eating or doing some fasting or whatever afterwards. But in this case, I had to be there. I wanted to enjoy it, but I still had to lose a couple of pounds during that less than a week or so. So 
So I had to come up with a strategy. And so I thought about my strategy and what it was, what I ended up doing is I decided to have one main meal, one noteworthy meal that would be the delicious local cuisine I would eat until I was nice and full with all the fixings, etc. So usually that was uh, several tacos or a few tacos with a couple other things, um, you know, all Mexican food with, with all the fixings, all the toppings, all the stuff. And I ended up doing that around lunchtime each day. And then a few hours later, kind of approaching dinner time, but like an early dinner, I ended up having like one much smaller meal, which was, you'd hardly even call it a meal. It was just like either eating an avocado or maybe some dragon fruit or some other kind of fruit. And so that's all I ate each day. But I didn't really get very hungry because I had that nice, big, enjoyable meal and I really savored it and enjoyed it. And then I also had something else later on to tide me over until the next day. And I was still able to enjoy myself because, again, I had that nice, big, enjoyable meal and I really savored it. Um, And in the end, I lost a couple pounds. I don't remember the exact amount of weight I still had to lose when I started that, but I lost a little bit of weight. I weighed in before the end of my trip and the diet bet thing was done and I had succeeded. So that was kind of to illustrate a few tips that I think you could also use, whether you're going on an exotic vacation somewhere or a family visit that you could potentially use to either try to lose a little bit of weight or at least kind of maintain the progress that you've already achieved previously in terms of reducing body fat. So from that, uh, basically, my tips are kind of similar to what I did. So here's the first tip that I have for you about how to maybe lose weight on vacation. And that is to skip at least one meal, probably breakfast, but it might depend on on your situation because maybe you're visiting family and they like to cook you a really fancy breakfast and that's, you know, part of your daily routine. So maybe you choose to skip a different meal. But for me, in this case, it was breakfast because if I'm traveling somewhere on a vacation, it's usually much easier if I don't eat breakfast. So it's kind of a win-win-win because I save time. I save money, and then I can stay in fat-burning mode all through the morning. So skipping breakfast has a lot of advantages. Now, it, this makes more sense if you're like stay, staying in an Airbnb or like a motel as opposed to like an all-inclusive resort. If you're in an all-inclusive resort, then they probably provide all the meals and stuff. Um, so you might want to plan your travel in a way where you're not going to be as tempted to eat three big meals every day. So that might be choose to stay in an Airbnb or just a simple hotel as opposed to a fancy resort. And if you're visiting family, um, like I said, you know, it might depend on on their approach to things, but you probably want to skip at least one of the meals of the day because if you have three big meals, especially if there's like some treats in there, you're probably not losing any weight. You're probably gaining some weight. So, you know, you could skip breakfast, especially if it's not a big event at that home. Or maybe skip lunch, especially if you're going to be out doing something else. Or maybe even dinner, but that would just depend on the situation, right? If it, if they, if they kind of focus more, the people you're visiting kind of focus more on breakfast and lunch and don't have like a fancy dinner, then maybe with the dinner you could just sit and drink something or kind of have, you know, like some broth or something to, to kind of make it look like you're participating, but you're not really eating a meal or, or something like that. So that is tip number one is about skipping at least one meal. And probably breakfast is the one that makes the most sense for the most people in the most cases. (laughs) Um, So tip number two is 
to focus on one main meal and really enjoy it. So that's what I did in Mexico. And this makes a lot of sense if you're traveling in that kind of place where you want to sample the local cuisine. So in this case, it was the Mexican tacos and other food. Um, But, you know, let's say you go to Italy or something and, you know, you might want to sit down and have one main meal where you really enjoy the pizza or the pasta or whatever it is. And so you get to really enjoy yourself and you're going to really enjoy it because if you're fasting leading up to that meal, then you know things taste really good after you've been fasting for a while just because you're, you're legitimately hungry and so you're just ready to really enjoy food versus if you're stuffing your face all day long, then you have the diminishing returns and the food doesn't taste as good anyway after a while, right? So you're just like, oh, I, I, I need to find a way to eat more and more and more food, but like you're not really enjoying the food anymore. So in a way, you kind of enjoy yourself more if you eat fewer meals on a trip or a vacation. So focus on one main meal and really enjoy it. When I say really enjoy it, I mean eat very slowly. Chew your food. Savor it. Be mindful. Be present. Don't be distracted by watching TV or something while you're eating the meal. Uh, So take it slow and really enjoy it. That's what I did in Mexico, and I think it's an effective strategy in a lot of situations. If you're visiting family, maybe it's not just the one meal, but maybe it's one main meal. And then, you know, for example, if it's dinner, you might choose to have a lunch that's kind of a light lunch. That's just something a little fatty to control your appetite and then to tide you over and that sort of thing. So another tip for vacation or travel to help control your weight is to fast on the travel days. When I say the travel days, of course, that's usually like the first day and the last day of your trip when you're driving and maybe at an airport and maybe on an airplane for a while. And so a lot of times the whole day is taken up with travel. And so food is not that convenient. I mean, they might serve you some food on the airplane, but it's usually not that great anyway. Um, So there's not really good food that's convenient in those situations. It's either too expensive because it's at an airport or it's not that good because it's on an airplane um, or you're in a rush and you don't want to have to stop somewhere necessarily. So so uh, consider fasting on the travel days. So I do this a lot when I travel Um, When I go, especially if I'm going somewhere far away, (laughs) like a long plane ride, um, then it's a a really convenient opportunity to do that, especially if I know that I'm going to be eating more on the trip itself. I can kind of start with this fasting day where I can fast for like 24 hours or 36 hours, in other words, like the whole day, um, and kind of get that out of the way, spend some time, you know, in, in the fasted state to kind of reduce my blood sugar, reduce my insulin, burn some body fat, and get all those different benefits. And then I do whatever I do on the trip, which might include some of the things I already mentioned in terms of the tips, or it might be just kind of taking a break and not worrying about it. But then on the way back, maybe I have another fasting day to kind of help balance things out. So here's another fun little benefit of that is maybe you've noticed that a lot of times if you're on an airplane, your feet kind of get swollen. Or, and maybe your lower legs a little bit. So even if you're a pretty healthy person, so this has happened to me like um, if I was wearing sandals where I could kind of tell because there were straps over my big toe, um, then I would, I would notice that my feet got a little swollen um, at some point on the flight, and then it would eventually go away after I got off the flight. So there's something about the pressure changes or whatever that must contribute to that. But one thing I've noticed is that if I'm fasting, that doesn't happen. I don't get swollen. Um, so... So that's another side benefit is you, if you usually get swollen on the plane, you may not have that happen if you're fasting. And that's probably because of the low insulin and, you know, the kidneys are working in a different way where you're kind of letting out more of the water and salt and stuff. Um, so fun little side note. 
So those are the three main tips, but here's a bonus tip. So a lot of people, when they travel or go on vacation, a lot of times that means drinking a lot of sugary alcoholic drinks. So basically to kind of limit or avoid alcohol is the bonus tip. So that doesn't mean you have to avoid it 100%, but you might consider doing it only on certain days or only in a certain narrow window of time or maybe avoiding some of the more sugary types of drinks. Um, So because, you know, the sugar and the alcohol is kind of a double whammy because they're both contributing to belly fat, fatty liver, insulin resistance, all those things. Um, so, <laughs> so you know, if you're chugging a lot of sugary alcoholic drinks, then it's not going to go well in terms of your blood sugar and your health overall, as well as managing body fat. So see what you can do to kind of limit the damage in that regard as well. So in summary... With fasting in general, you, you don't want to be too strict where you can't ever enjoy yourself and you don't want to be too lackadaisical because you want to be consistent enough to get the health benefits. And sometimes you might choose to be even a little more aggressive even during a vacation or a trip to continue losing weight or maybe just enough to kind of maintain your progress. And some ways to do that are to skip at least one meal. You know, in other words, do some fasting like some time-restricted eating or something, which could include skipping at least one meal. Um, which has a lot of benefits like saving time, saving money, especially if you're on a, staying at like a hotel or something. You don't want to have to rush out early in the morning to like find breakfast, so it's a lot more convenient. Um, ideally, focus on one main meal of the day and really enjoy it. And then, you know, the rest of the day, maybe you're skipping one or one, at least one of the other meals and maybe just eating some lighter to kind of tide you over. So it becomes kind of like a, a flexible five or six or seven hour eating window or something like that. And then you might want to consider fasting on the travel days because you're busy, the food's expensive, or the food's not very good. Um, So it's just kind of more convenient and has all the other benefits that come along with it. And maybe you won't get your your feet and legs won't get as swollen either on the plane. And then lastly, I talked about limiting or avoiding alcohol, especially sugary alcoholic drinks, which is most of the alcoholic drinks. So think about how you can maybe apply some of this you don't have to apply all of it necessarily. Again, it depends on your situation, depends on your goals. But think about how you might want to apply it on your next vacation or your next trip or your next visit. Um, FYI, I have a short video about this topic as well, which is either on YouTube as I as you listen to this or it will be soon if it's not. So if, if it's already published, I'll put a link to it in case you want to check that out. And if you haven't already, please consider leaving a review for this podcast on Apple or on any other platform that you're listening on. It really helps the the podcast grow and more people can find it if you leave a review. So if you've gotten any value out of this at all, please go ahead and take the one or two minutes that it takes to leave a review. Thanks a lot for listening. Hope Hope it was helpful and I'll see you next time on the Fasting Well podcast. The Fasting Well podcast is not medical advice and does not replace the need to consult with your own medical providers.